Hey everybody, this is uh, Kurt Schlichter's Unredacted Podcast on Town Hall VIP, coming at you live and uh, in living color here uh, from Fort Schlichter. We had uh, quite a interesting week. Uh, let's see, I spent a lot of time in hospitals, that's been fun, because my mom got really sick and uh, nearly cacked, which is troubling, but you know, and, uh, I, I, I did mention to her you know, as she's in the hospital, you know, cheating death, dodging, uh, dodging bullets like Keanu. And, uh, I was like, Hey, Duncan won. And she's like, die. So that was, that was amazing. Um, Duncan, holy cow. What, what is the deal with that? Do we have a new template? I love saying that. Template. 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 I feel like Beavis. Template. Well, I like templates. And uh, we may have a new template for some kind of Republicans. Okay, now, Terry McAuliffe attempted to portray uh, Glenn Youngkin as the second coming of Donald Trump, which is like um, uh, portraying Mitt Romney as Bushwick Bill of the noted uh, gangster rap group Ghetto Boys. Okay, not exactly fitting, not exactly a thing, kind of ridiculous. But there you are. There it is. That's the kind of thing we're up against. And uh, it didn't work. Uh, but for one thing, Glenn Youngkin didn't walk right into the trap. Uh, Youngkin ran a, a, a flawless campaign. I, I, I know some of the groups that were kind of working with him. And uh, they're very, very smart people connected to Ted Cruz. Now, does this guy come across as kind of a Ted Cruz guy? No, he really really doesn't. He's not a hardcore conservative activist like uh, well, like you or me or Ted Cruz, um, but he is something different. He, he, he is something uh, that, that doesn't reject us, okay? They, here's the truth. Here's the deal. Here's the scam, folks. <sighs> they always want to get them to sell you out. Always. You, you see it all the time. They are constantly trying, you know, with him. I, he won't repudiate Donald Trump. Well, I don't understand why he has some obligation to repudiate Donald Trump since he is, you know, not Donald Trump. Um, and frankly, I, I, I think it would be difficult to find something uh, that a voter like me could care less about and his views on um, the minor scuffle that was one uh, six, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, but you know, that's the whole thing. Uh, let's make a, let's make Glenn Youngkin into a uh, racist, uh, in uh, you know, insurrectionist. Glenn Youngkin, the Ted Lasso of American politics. I mean, the guy is, uh, you know, <laughs> he he puts the milk in the milk toast, guys. He puts the milk in the milk toast. Um, no. But that's, I mean, that's their playbook. Everybody's Trump. Everybody's uh, insurrectionist. Everybody's the worst thing ever was, blah, 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 blah. And Youngkin just, you know, didn't play along for so long. These guys, the Mitt Romney guys, you know, with binders full of babes. Because, you know, if there's a player in the world, it's Mitt frickin' Romney. Um, these guys would always go along with it. They were nice. But, but you know, Youngkin was nice without being an ever-loving sissy. He was 
uh, he wasn't there. He wasn't going to scare the horses. He wasn't going to freak out the uh, sexually unsatisfied suburban wine moms who, for some reason, uh, have become the be all and get all of American politics. I don't get it either. But apparently, oh, you remember soccer moms? This is like soccer moms get worse. And uh, they've somehow become the, the, the thing in American politics. And, uh, and, uh, wow. You know, they, they, they need somebody who's not going to freak them out. Okay. Look, here's, here is the problem. All right. You and me, let's, let's share. Let's say things that, you know, maybe we don't really want to hear, but we need to. And, uh, here, here's one of them. Not everybody thinks like us. I know, right? Everybody should. We are uh, smarter, better, more sexually powerful and potent than uh, normal people, than others. Uh, we are correct about everything without exception. Our views are, um, you know, perfect in every single way. So it kind of freaks us out a little, kind of annoys us a little that there are actually people out there who, and I know you're going to be like, really? No, this is true. There are people out there who do not see things our way. I know, right? I know. What the hell's wrong with these freaks? I don't know either. I don't understand it myself. But that's the way it is, guys. There are people out there who do not understand how transcendently correct we are about literally everything. And we are correct. We are right. What, we're, what we do and say is uh, the best. Our policies are the best. Our beliefs are the best. Our ideas are the best. They, they just are. I mean, it's like not open to any kind of serious debate. Uh, but, you know, other people don't see it that way. So we, uh, we are stuck sucking up to people who are frankly dumb, uh, people who do not see things our way. That is, uh, you know, that is one of the problems of having a democratic republic. I know I'm not going to call it a, a democracy. I got all these people going, hey, it's not a democracy. I know it's not a democracy. It's just shortening. Why the fuck? But uh, they, they, people don't all agree with us. I don't get it either. I think it's weird. I think they all should agree with us, but they do not. And that, folks, is, as the uh, leftists say, problematic. Because we got to figure out a way to talk to people who do not dig what we're selling, okay? Folks who have got a completely different jam than us, right? we gotta, we got to figure out how to convince them to vote our way. And, yes, that means at, at, at some level we've, uh, you know, to uh, suck up to the soccer moms. Uh, soccer moms have become wine moms. Apparently, they went to enough soccer games. And, uh, you know. Um, no, we got to figure out a way to appeal to them. So, how are we going to appeal to them as conservatives? Well, Trump scares them and also shames them because, you know, his, you know, frankly, he's more sexually powerful than their husbands. And uh, the women know that. They resent it. Their animal lizard brain, you know, part. Resents that they have settled for second best. That is all. So they they don't like Donald Trump, and uh, you know that's that is a a a troubling fact. 
they do not necessarily agree with us about stuff. And we've got to figure out a way to get them on board. It's just, you know, it's it's just politics. So the, the Donald Trump scares, scares them shitless. Okay. So what are we going to do? We're going to find the right guy at the right time for the right election and hope that we've got the right opponent. Okay. That's that's what we're going to do. Try and find the right guy, right election, right opponent. Uh, and that's what Glenn Youngkin had. Glenn Youngkin had uh, the right opponent, the right election, the right time. He had everything. And that's why he won. That's why he won, guys. Because he was the right candidate for that race. Now, is he right candidate for every race? Would he have driven us crazy? Uh, in, in an era, I, look, I mean, if I thought a, cons- a harder core conservative could win, I would be all down with that, man. I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. But dude, dudes, they're just, it, it's just not in the cards. America is not as conservative as we are yet. Remember, if you take a look at the, um, there's this uh, uh, a graph out there. And I don't know if you see it. It's always good to describe things without showing people. There's this graph. Think about it. What? What What the hell is he talking about? There is a graph out there uh, in which the movement of the American people, the the trends for their political identity, uh, has – it shows how it's moved, okay? Conservatives have not moved that much. They moved a little. Okay, they're not exactly where they was, not exactly where they were. Um, they are, uh, you know, a little more conservative, but not hugely. It's not. It's not like this crazy number. Okay, it is just a little bit of movement. They have not moved that much. Liberals? Well, that is a different story. They have moved, oh, a heck oh a lot. I mean, they have really moved a ton. And it is a bit disturbing that they have moved so much. Um, it, it, liberals have gotten more, I guess is the best way to put it. And I don't mean just a little. I mean, they have gotten significant. Um, what does that mean? Well, that means we have an opportunity. And Glenn Youngkin showed it. There are lots of people who habitually vote, you know, Democrat. Okay. They're like Jeffrey Tubin, who chronicles mass debates on, uh, video teleconferencing services. They, uh, they, 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 they have a disgusting habit. It's shameful. Uh, they do it, but they can't help it. They're compelled to do it. They're like gambling addicts. It's a gambling spot. They vote Democrat. They're always going to vote Democrat. There are a bunch of other guys who kind of sometimes vote Democrat. Other guys who think they should vote Democrat. Glenn Youngkin reached through all this. You know what Glenn Youngkin's uh, numbers were with Latinx people? Because Latinx is a word. And if you'd like something really, fr- you know who loves it? Irina loves it. Go up to Irina and explain to her about Latinxness. Um, if you, uh, you know, if, 
if you want to have some fun because that'll be that'll be that'll go super good for you. Let me just put it that way. That will be a super success story for you, and you should totally try it. Uh, and also, uh, I believe it is. Um, no, it, he 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 did something that uh, you know, frankly, we don't do enough of, which is he went for Latin voters. He just went balls out, so to speak, or uh, pelotas out, which is balls in Spanish. And, you know, because I'm a, a multilingual guy, as you, uh, you know, as you probably know. Um, he goes out and he asks for their vote. And you know what? Uh, being the fine people that uh, uh, Hispanic Americans are, patriotic, family-loving, uh, loyal, hardworking. Uh, you're like, Kurt, they sound like national Republicans. Yeah, and uh, about that. Um, I hate to admit it, but there, a while ago, kind of the Jeb side was going, these people are natural Republicans, so we should embrace them. And they were voting Democrat pretty regularly. So we're like, you know, Jeb, what the fuck do you know? You know, I wouldn't ask you anything except about best uh, entree at Golden Corral. You soft belly butthole. But it turns out that movement that they promised, it took a long time. It took a long time, which is exactly the opposite of a bulwark staffer on this wedding night. It took a long time, but they, the, the dude, they came around. Folks have come around. Okay. Latin American people have come around. And, uh, now, uh, the situation is quite different. 54%. I'll say it again, because I'm even, I'm a little stunned about it. No, I mean, I'm like, what the fuck? Because I was told Hispanics are never going to vote Republican. 54% vote for Glenn Youngkin. I'll say that again. I guess some of you are going, Kurt, wait, hold on, stop. I thought you said 54%. No, I did. I, I did say 54%. 54% of Latin voters in um, whatever hellish state uh, that was, Virginia, I guess, uh, they vote for Glenn Youngkin. We were, I was informed. I was informed that that could not happen. But, guys, it happened. How did it happen? Well, that's the template. Oh, I get to say it again. Template. Hi, I'm a Knights template. From accounting, like an accounting school has like the Knights Templar, you know, as their team. I, I'm not going to get it. Okay. The template, like I said, is the right guy at the right place. And maybe God will bless you with the right opponent like Terry fricking McAuliffe, uh, who, if he was any dumber, he'd literally be a mineral. Um, no, I mean, he, I mean, hold on. He was terrible. And that's like a fringe benefit, you know? Like a fringe benefit on this thing. If they're terrible, you know, you sometimes get lucky. Sometimes you get lucky by your choice of enemies. And uh, we sure did there. I mean, he's just, holy crap, he's just the worst. Uh, but you can't count on that. You've always got to assume your opponent's going to be squared away, that he's going to know his stuff, that he's going to be good to go. And, uh, uh, and uh, Terry, 
uh, Terry, Terry which we, we got lucky, folks. We got lucky because this guy was just an abomination. I mean, every time he came on stage, he'd start to dance. It should be circus music. I mean, he was just a freaking clown show. And uh, the problem is it's not always going to be a freak. Sometimes it's going to be a very good candidate who runs a very good campaign. And when that happens, well, you know, you got trouble. But if you get the right guy in the right place, you maximize your opportunities. That's what we did with Glenn Youngkin. So what am I saying? I said, Kurt, you seem dangerously close to saying that we should support sissies like Glenn Youngkin. And my response is, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we've got to support people who we find unbelievably annoying. Yes, yes, that is, that is what I am telling you. Sometimes we gotta support people who are just dorks. And I don't like it. And it's not how I wish things were. But you know, if I got everything I wish, I'd have a pony. Guys, I don't have a pony. You don't have a pony. No one has a pony. All right? There are no ponies. You've got to fight the battle in front of you. You can't fight the battle you want. You have to fight the battle you are in. I am all about winning. I am all put, about putting W's on the board. What's a W on the board? A W on the board is a big R. That is a win. A R is a win. That's just how it is. Because the Republicans are awful, and they're stupid and annoying, and they're also stupid. Yes, I see we've got, I see you've met Republicans too. Um, yes, they're unbelievably irritating. You, you've correctly assessed the nature of the Republican Party. Congratulate, bravo. Good job. Fantastic work. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of these guys are human dildos. No, you, you, you're right. You're totally right. You are completely and absolutely correct in your assessment of these guys. They are twits. Many of them. I'm not saying Glenn Youngkin is. I think Glenn was, Glenn was Glenn. He's in Virginia. He's in the state that went by, for Biden by 10 points. That's enough for even Biden to notice, and that guy's half unconscious. No, he's the right guy. He was the right guy. He's not as hardcore conservative as us. You know what else drives me Fucking Larry Hogan. You know, the, uh, the guy in Maryland. The ones they always run to when they need somebody who's a sissy. We need somebody soft. Get me Hogan. No one else is going to win in Maryland. I would have, I have sometimes a bad Republican who everyone knows is bad. And, uh, and now, now, when they shame our brand, that's a different thing. But I would rather have a bad Republican than a good Democrat because there are no good Democrats. What about Manchin? Wait till he folds. Give him time. Cheap suit, guys. He will fold like a cheap suit. Markin, Mark. My words. Homeboy, homeboy's going to disappoint you. Much like a bulwark staffer disappoints his uh, Brian on their wedding night. See, I just, I keep coming back to that, but the reason is I don't like the bulwark people very much. So I, I, I talk about their sexual identity. So in case you didn't get, I'm now explaining the jokes, jokes to people. Uh, this is, is a thing. Uh, I'm also, by the way, and I want to make this very, very clear. I, first of all, uh, thank you all for your outpouring of support over my mom. Oh, wait a minute. Let me tie up uh, the Yunkin thing. 
guys, everybody's not going to be Donald Trump. We've got to get the best we can in every situation. <coughs> Buckley was right about this. He was right about this. You've got to elect the most conservative guy you can. And sometimes in, you know, purple hell states, he could be that conservative a guy. You just got to do it. Put on your big boy pants. Everybody ain't going to play the game you want played. But you, you got to play to win. And that's what I'm arguing. Okay, anyway, back to my mom. Um, you know, Monday, not feeling very, very sick. Uh, all right, 911. Like the third 991 in, uh, 911 in like two months. So we're kind of used to it. Yeah, EMTs get there. It's, hey, Chuck, how you doing, man? How's, how's things hanging? You know, how's your dog? Uh, they take mom in. They look at her. You know, uh, old lady with an upset stomach. Oh, uh, well, you know, we get those every day. Let me look at the seat. Holy shit! Her, uh, her colon exploded. Uh, much like a bulwark. Now stop that. We're not doing bulwark now. Sorry, I gotta keep my multiple personalities. Um, it, 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 and we're not exactly sure why. Could have been medications. Could have been just because old people's bodies do weird shit. Bottom line is, they're looking at this thing going, holy fook. Okay? So she's gotta get an operation and it's, so they, they get a surgeon and I talk to him. And of course, my law partner's running and he is like top notch. He's like University of Surgeons in Surgeryville. I mean, he's just like top notch and he's like arrogant. He's like, Kurt, I'll tell you, I am the best. If you want to know how your mother is going to be, you must ask God, but God put me here to save lives. And there is no one better than me. I mean, a guy is like, he's like the lawyer. He's like the doctor version of Neville Lloyd. Because as I always tell people, do you want a lawyer with an, uh, an inferiority complex? Because he may know something you don't. All right. Do you want a lawyer who doesn't consider himself the best for your case? But I want a surgeon who's like, bitch, I'll take on your colon. Fuck, let's go. All right. Come on. Step to me. Colon. Diseased colon. So he goes in and it's like, it, it, it's a tough surgery. And she's an old, yeah, she's a tough lady. You know, became a lawyer in the 70s, was a DA in the 70s, murder trials and stuff. Uh, became a judge. Not a shrinking violet. I'm not going to tell you some of the things she did. Literally, she literally terrorized the entire hospital. She's like, you know, the vengeance mom of the hospital, which is, it, it's just actually pretty hilarious. Um, and, uh, so, uh, anyway, so she, she, she's living, she's, she's not, uh, you know, she's doing okay as of this, you know, cross your fingers, you know, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's keep hoping, uh, but, uh, it's, uh, it is, um, it's good news. I guess it's the best way to put it. It's just good news. You know, she's not, you know, dying, which is fantastic because who, who needs that in their life or death or whatever? Um, so, uh, the bottom line is it's been an interesting week. Uh, I put it up on Twitter just cause I'll tell you, I just wanted to leverage the prayer power about freaking 375,000 people. And I did, man, what a, uh, what really a nice outpouring of, uh, 
sympathy by people. I was, uh, if I had any kind of human emotions, if my heart hadn't been surgically removed at law school, I'd have been very moved uh, by by people's reactions to it. And uh, you know, I, I let her know that uh, you know you got a lot of lot of uh, people uh, pulling for it, and it, I think that's good. And uh, I do appreciate it if you were one of the uh, uh, myriad people participating in uh, uh, the uh, uh, the everybody pray for mom not dying thing. I, I do appreciate that. That's uh, it's uh, it would be very humbling if I was an entirely different person who had the capacity to be humble. So that's it's uh, not going to happen. So. Okay, uh, enough of that stuff. This is uh, this is gonna be a fun week. I'm, I'm I will be doing a little traveling, uh, but you're still gonna see my town hall columns. I want you to go get the Kelly Turnbull books. Why don't you go to my on locals page because you find everything Kurt there, uh, and it is it is full of Kurtness. And uh, gosh. Now, the, the last thing is make sure you utilize your VIP benefits to their max. Get the stream of purchases. Apparently, it's uh, it's become very popular among the HEP kids. Uh, they seem to uh, enjoy my wacky take on uh, uh, everyday life, and uh, it's been uh, it's been kind of fun doing it. It's usually pretty profane, so you're gonna want a piece of that. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I've got for now. Here on Unredacted, a Town Hall VIP podcast that Kurt records as he's packing. Um, join me next week when I talk about whatever other stupid shit's gone there. Talk to you soon. Adios. Bye.